0: my weight was something I was very focused on and it held a lot of worth for me. And so I just like decided to let that go a little bit and like just kind of focus on myself. Welcome to the Love Your Body Now podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to feel confident in their body right now and redefine what health looks like for them. I'm Savannah, your host, and together we'll be having conversations about what it means to accept and love our bodies now while simultaneously prioritizing our health journey. We'll be debunking beliefs that do not serve us and diving into misconceptions and unhealthy narratives in the fitness world so that we can rebuild our foundation from a place of self-love. Hello, friend. I am so excited to be chatting with you today, whether you are working out right now, going on a walk, driving to work, whatever it may be. Um, thank you so much for listening in. I am super excited to chat about today because I am still brand new to this podcasting thing. And at the time of this recording, I still don't have a name yet. So I I can't even call what I'm doing uh, the name of it yet, but I know it's mission and I know it's purpose and I'm just so grateful that you're tuning in and we're getting to connect in this way and you're joining me on this mission and this journey. So thank you so much for being here today. I want to start by talking about my personal journey of healing and reconnecting with myself and more specifically healing my relationship with my body because this podcast is all about having that conversation of how do we feel confident in the bodies that we have right now and how do we redefine what health success looks like for us and debunk all of these beliefs that we've learned at such a young age and have been carrying with us. And, you know, we've been carrying these narratives that just don't serve us and they end up hurting us. And I want to talk about all of that, um, starting with my own personal journey and how it started out. Um, so to really rewind things, I mean, I can remember struggling with body image as young as like, like elementary school. Um, Elementary school to middle school is when I can really remember those types of feelings of feeling insecure and uncomfortable in my body and having a lot of negative self-talk about how I looked and my weight. Um, And it carried with me into college Um, I played sports growing up, and I played college softball, so it definitely affected me being an athlete and playing multiple sports in high school and even going on to play college softball. It was always there, Um, and it wasn't until after college, which when I graduated college, it was 2020, which was when the pandemic happened, so my senior year school abruptly ended and I moved back home my college softball career was over out of nowhere and I had to finish school then and after I had graduated so I finished school back at home and after I graduated I actually moved to San Diego so I was living in Nebraska all of my life I moved to San Diego and that was the reason I moved there was because my boyfriend at the time, now husband, was stationed there. So that is why I moved, and it was such a weird time to enter the workforce, I guess, after college. Um, Everything was shut down. I graduated with a degree in exercise science, and I had actually made like last-minute changes to what I wanted to do in my career, which originally was going to be physical therapy, and I had last-minute decided I was only going to finish out my bachelor's degree in exercise science and then just like figure out what I wanted to do because I really didn't know and I really had never given myself the permission to ask myself what I really wanted in a way that wasn't um you know thinking about all of the outside noise and by noise I mean like what's a stable income like what's a smart decision what are the hours going to be like I um that was really why I chose PT in the first place um so I promise that this is part of the story um, because me moving to San Diego is part of my journey of healing. So again, moved to San Diego. I'm there, not really sure what I'm going to do with my life. Again, I've always grown up playing sports. I played college softball. So I've always been in a team environment, have always had like workout plans ready to go, have always been focused on you know getting stronger and my body and my weight and nutrition um, for the education that I had about it and so when I was in San Diego not knowing anyone I didn't even have a car um, I didn't have a job I just moved into an apartment with my husband we got married right when I got there and it was kind of like okay like definitely a brand new chapter like clean slate let me figure this out Um, and I knew that I wanted to very quickly find a routine or um, rhythm of what my fitness like routine was going to look like because again I'd always grown up with that already figured out for me It wasn't something that I had to do on my own, although, like, I did go and work out on my own, but it was always for my sport, and I always had a bigger reason of why I was doing those things, and I was, like, very concerned that I was going to be one of those people who finished their sport and then just like dropped fitness altogether. And I just like knew that I did not want that to happen to me. So, and it was tough too, because all of the gyms were closed during this time. So I was just like, what the heck do I even, how do I make this work? Um, of course I could, I could create my own workouts, but it was already a challenge because I had no equipment in this tiny little apartment I was living in. And I, I mean, I could create workouts, but you know, that's just like a whole nother obstacle for me. Like, it's not something that I enjoy doing. So, it was just another obstacle that I had to deal with in order to prioritize my exercise was like, okay, well, in order to exercise, I have to be creative and figure out what I'm going to do because I have no equipment, I have no space, and I don't even really know what I need to be doing. So, that was where I was at, but I knew that I wanted to figure something out figure something out and i can't remember what changed in me to where i started to shift this narrative of needing to be in control because that's definitely what it was it was like i need to feel in control of my fitness journey in order to feel sane like if i wasn't in control of that then I would be feeling very unstable. So, I knew I wanted to take control as soon as possible. But I, I don't quite remember what had happened where things started to really shift. All I can say is, because I was in that really weird season where I didn't have a career set up, nothing like that going, um, I had decided I was going to get certified in health coaching, and that is really where the journey began because. I had found a way to start health coaching before I got certified, and I was learning from other health coaches. So we were a part of a team. Um, I partnered with this company that had workouts and nutrition, and so it worked out great for me because not only was I going to, you know, start working on like working with clients for health coaching, but and and to get that experience. But I was also able to utilize this platform for myself and have, have this, you know, secure routine. It just, it felt very secure for me because I felt in control and it was the guidance I really needed because it was a lot of, um, like it, it walked you through how a healthy nutrition plan looked like and how to cater that to you as the individual. And there were, They were at-home workouts, so it was perfect because I had to work out at home. I didn't have equipment at the time, but that's not part of it. Um, So, And I had this community of other health coaches, and they kind of... I think that this is where I was really introduced to this new approach to fitness, and I saw what fitness could look like for me in a different way than I had ever really saw it and like considered it looking like in my life. And I think it just... It was a more holistic approach and a healthy approach and an approach from from a place of respect for themselves and their bodies and it was connected with such a deeper why behind why they did what they did. And I don't think I had really ever like seen that. And and maybe I had, but you know, when you're not in the state of mind to see those types of things and really um recognize them. And, and I think it was also part of like, I was seeing so many of these health coaches doing things different than I had ever thought of doing. And that's what really got me started with my healing journey. I slowly stopped weighing myself. It didn't happen right away, but I decided that I wasn't going to focus on the scale. Like I really wanted to do things differently this time and not have to focus so much on weight because for a long time my weight was something i was very focused on and it held a lot of worth for me and so i just like decided to let that go a little bit and like just kind of focus on myself and not really worry about that in the moment and It was with time that I realized that the scale was very toxic for me. It wasn't right away, um, but I did notice that regardless of when I would step on the scale, I would either feel more validated by the number I saw or I would feel less validated. It was never this neutral thing that it should have been. And eventually, I stopped weighing myself altogether because I realized that I can focus on other things that measure my progress and measure, you know, what my success looks like for my own health outside of the scale. And I know that I'm still healthy, like I'm in a healthy range and I don't have to weigh myself to know that. So that was part of that process. And I, I listened to a lot of personal growth. Um, that was when I was first introduced to like self-help books and, and personal growth podcast and I was listening to like health education podcasts and started following so many people online that promoted that type of stuff that I just had never been introduced to and if I had it was very it wasn't like all in my face I guess at least that's how it felt at the time where I was introduced to this thing and all of a sudden it was like I became obsessed with it and I became obsessed with growth and learning more about myself and improving. And I think that that's the biggest thing is like, in order for anyone to make real changes in their life, they have to be aware of where they're currently at and they have to be aware of their thoughts and behaviors in the now and be willing to question them. Because up until that point, until I moved to San Diego, I was living life on autopilot. I just knew things as they were. And I was just doing things because that's just how I did them. And it wasn't until I left and the world got very, very quiet and I wasn't around anyone. Like I didn't have a lot of connection with people, um, like I normally had that I was left with my own thoughts and my own beliefs and had that time to really start asking myself questions that I needed to ask myself in order to grow and to evolve and that's really what my goal is for you is to show you that there's a process in all of this and we the first step has to be awareness like we have to understand where we are currently at right now and we have to be willing to question it and to challenge it because until we are willing to do that we're always going to be stuck and doing the same thing over and over again and not being able to live in our true alignment and to really heal because by doing all of that that is how we reconnect with ourselves but we won't do that we won't, re- we won't connect with ourselves until we turn off the autopilot and allow ourselves to go deeper because it's the world that we live in. It's so easy to just go through the motions. Like we're all so busy and it, it leads to a lot of disconnection. Like we see it every day. We're on our phones, we're scrolling. We're supposed to be you know, we're in a a room full of people and we're not even interacting with anyone. We're using social media to boost our mood and we're numbing ourselves with, you know, other things. And it is a blockage of not being able to connect with others and connect with ourselves. And until we can really get deep and connect with ourselves, we can't heal. So that is... A huge huge summary of how my healing journey began and what that process looked like and of course I will be sharing more in depth details different seasons and examples of my life that allowed for me to evolve and change but I really just wanted to start kick off this podcast with where I began and how how it all began to help you understand because I think it it can be so easy to look at someone else and see where they are right now and not feel like they're relatable because they have made progress and they're not where you are currently at right now but I promise you my life looked who I was as a person was very different than how I am on my social media now and today and you know, all of the things that I preach. So I think it's super important for me to share often my story and my journey and what that looked like and be as vulnerable and honest as I possibly can because I I want you to know that you're not alone and that this journey is worth it. And I want to be able to give you as much guidance as I possibly can because I feel like this conversation needs to be talked about more like yes I feel like I had a lot of guidance and the people like the people that were meant to come into my life were meant like that was meant to happen and it was meant to help me navigate my path but there are not a lot of people out there talking about the reality of what the fitness industry has Done to us as women, and how, how it's made us feel about ourselves and not just the fitness world, but just society in general. Um, and just like how we've grown up, there's not a whole lot of conversations, and people aren't questioning it because we go on social media and I still see it on my social media. Like, I'm scrolling and I see like these women posing and trying to portray themselves as you know, this beautiful person and they have these perfect bodies and like, it's fine. Like I want everyone to feel confident in their bodies, but at the same time, we're also reinforcing this narrative that there's a, there's a beauty standard out there and it looks a certain way. And, and if we're not careful, we allow it to, we allow ourselves to compare and see someone else and their beauty and make it like diminish our own. And that's just not true. Like it's, it's up to you to advocate for yourself and to see your own value and your own beauty, regardless of what someone else says or what someone else thinks in the beauty standards or fitness industry, anything like that. And that's really what I want to encourage you to start thinking about in your own journey is not only to have that awareness of yourself, like what your thoughts are, like what comes up on a day to day basis, how things make you feel, like what certain things you see every day, and who you interact with, how, how those things make you feel. I want you to start recognizing it and questioning things um, for yourself, because that will allow you to really heal deeply and reconnect with yourself and and continue to progress on your journey. So that. I hope was helpful for you, and I cannot wait to share more. And I am still—I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you. So, if you related to this podcast episode or something that I shared, like you really appreciated, send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Savannah Robertson Wellness. I will also leave my social media links below, um, but please. Connect with me, send me a DM, like let me know you listen to this episode. It just, this is a brand new thing that I'm doing. So, of course, like you sharing or messaging me and letting me know you listened. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You have no idea how grateful I am to have you as one of the Love Your Body Now listeners. If you are loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed and left a review. This helps me get the message out to more women just like you who are also committed to their journey. And if you love this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know needs to hear today's message. Together, we can help more women recognize their self-worth and build their confidence from a much deeper place just like you're doing right now. Let's help change the world one woman at a time. All right, talk to you soon, friend.